0: What's up guys? Welcome to the first episode of Casey Locker Room Talk. I am your host and your favorite Kansas City girl, Kennedy Bright. And as always, what is said in the locker room stays in the locker room. This is the introduction episode, basically to give you guys an idea of who I am, of course, like who is this girl, and to let you know what to expect from the show and what the show is all about. So I'll go ahead and tell you what we'll be covering today. That way you have an idea of where we're headed in the flow of the show. So first off, I'm just going to go ahead and let you know who I am for those of you that don't know. We'll go into the show, the podcast, the goal of it, where the idea kind of came about. And then I'll also talk to you about the most toxic man of them all athletes. So we're just ready to get right into it. We're going to jump straight there. I do want to mention if you do see me look down, if you're watching this on YouTube, then that's because I'm looking at my outline. I wrote a little outline. This is my first one. I want to make sure I can cover everything and I want to make sure that I get straight to the point. So First, before we start, I want to tell you where you can find the show. So first off, you can listen to the show on all podcast platform, platforms where it's available. And then if you want to actually watch the podcast show for the video part, it will be found on YouTube. So you can just type in my name, Kennedy Bright, or you can go to youtube.com/kennedybrighttv. Kennedy Bright TV. It'll direct you straight to my YouTube channel and that's where I'll upload it. So you're able to watch it. Maybe you watch it at home. Then while you're in the car, you know, about to run to the grocery store on the run, you can put me in your headphones, listen to me and get a good little chuckle out of my life. So there you go. Wanted to clear that up. First, to make sure you know, the Instagram is also up. It's at Casey Locker Room Talk. There. Want to make sure that, you know, the basics. Now let's get into the details, the gushy, gushy details. So first off, who am I? So as I've already said, my name is Kennedy Bright. I'm a Kansas City, Missouri, not Kansas native. I'm 23, about to be 24 in March. You know, it's my Kobe year, okay? And I'm a former college athlete. And if I'm being completely honest, that's pretty much been the only identity I've ever had is just being an athlete, and so I'm kind of in that phase of figuring out who I am so to give you a better idea, I'm basically just kind of like a thirty year old retired NFL athlete who is now figuring out like he has a lot more life to live and he doesn't know exactly what he's supposed to do with his time now that he's not performing anymore and that's how I feel mm-hmm. although i'm twenty three but that's basically where I feel like I'm at in my life, so that's what we're doing. I would definitely say being a competitive competitive sports since I was seven. I've been active in sports since I was three, but I went competitive when I was seven. Since like my whole childhood, I've always kind of lived in this world of, I have to be a certain way. You have to watch what you say. You can't post these things. You you have to be a certain kind of person in order to make sure that coaches and teams want you. And you know, they kind of want you to be this kind of person, your coaches and you and my family. So I always have been this kind of quiet, quiet Kennedy, you know, I don't really do or say what I want and always worried so much about my image, but you know, I'm here to be real now. I'm here to be who I am and I want to be who I am. And that is loud. I'm very wild and I am very animated. I'm I'm quite toxic, honestly. I'll, I'll go ahead and I will own that. And that's just who I am. And this podcast is kind of the first form of me really kind of coming out and really Talking the way I want being who I want and really showing people who Kennedy really is I've had a YouTube channel for the past like six years now And I've still have never really fully been the person that I want to be in fear of What other people think and trying to keep this image, you know, i'm not a wild person. I'm not inappropriate but the point is I should be able to be okay with being who I am and not worry all the time. Now I'll kind of talk to you about the podcast. So back in December, I came out publicly about some traumas that I experienced over the past couple of years. And it was a super bold choice. Um once again, like I said, I've been raised in this environment of don't talk about things, keep your life private. And I was at my lowest point. So at that point I was like, screw it, what I got to lose. I have nothing to lose. My family might freak out that I went public about it, you know, I might get some backlash, but I have nothing to lose. But It's not my guilt to carry anymore and I might be able to help somebody else So that's what I did and I got a lot of positive feedback. I really Had a lot of people like over a thousands of like dms People reaching out to me on my different platforms telling me Their stories or how they related and x y and z and it just really kind of meant a lot And it felt like a huge weight was off my shoulders and it felt so good Like I started making tiktoks like the skits, you know, like with the sounds Just about different situations. I was in with athletes and okay Y'all, y'all really like those. Y'all really were relating to me talking about that. And I was like, wow, okay. So I'm not the only one that's been through these things. And I just like the community and the group that I kind of created. And I felt like people were learning from my failures. It felt like my failures in life kind of meant something at that point. And so I kind of wanted to like keep doing it. And so that's what that's what I want to do. My thing is I just really want to help people not feel alone you know, everything I go through. Sometimes I might find somebody that relates. A lot of times I don't. I feel like all the situations I've been through in life, especially those ones, I feel like I've really been just me, just I've gone through them. And I feel like you all are able to learn from my failures. You know, I don't have to be successful for you to learn from me. You know, you don't have to learn from my success to be successful. You can learn from my failures and still be successful. And that's the biggest part that I think that I want people to understand. Because if I tell you that I've already tried three, these three keys to this one door, that saves you time. Now you don't have to try those same three keys to open this door. You know what I mean? And so I realized how much power I had in my sharing my experiences on TikTok about my failures. I wanted to to keep doing it. I'm the oldest of three kids. My cousins, the oldest ones are like the next ones above me. They're like probably like 10, 15 years older than me. So I grew up kind of like by myself. I grew up experiencing life by myself. I didn't have anyone ahead or above me telling me don't do this or this or helping me out. It was just really me. And so that's kind of what I want to be for everyone is someone to know, like, wow, someone is like me out there and someone can be real and not feel alone. And that's just kind of my biggest thing. This is not really a self-help podcast. I'm going to be real with you right now. Self-help girl. I can't help myself. Like, but I can't, I can't help myself, but you might be able to laugh, hear what I say going on and know about my crazy life. And maybe you can learn from it. Sure. But I'm not really like even fully there to where I'm even fully taking care of myself, but that's what I'm learning to do. And I'm learning to own up to where I'm at in life and hoping that it helps others. So you guys, <laughs> you know, about the trolls, you know, trolls in the world. So on TikTok, when I start creating my skits about athletes, people were dragging me about it. Excuse me, excuse me. Maybe I say 10 toes down. So I'm, t- I'm too strong. They couldn't, they couldn't move me, but they tried to try to drag me wanting to drag me. We're mad about that. My TikToks are about athletes. And so I'm like, why do I care so much? Like, just don't look at my page. Like, what does it matter to you? I'm not the only person on TikTok that you're forced to watch. Like, this is not, baby, this is Burger King. You can have it your way. Like, what would you like? This is cable. (laughs) Just switch the channel. Like, okay. But anyways, so seeing that I had explained this to people and I'll explain it to you guys here on the show so we can cover this clear right now on the intro. Seeing that I've been an athlete my entire life, that is the only people that have ever been around, male or female, has been strictly athletes. Therefore, who did I talk to? Who did I date? Athletes. That's who I was around. I literally have never talked to anyone who's like normal, like a skater, an athlete, like someone who is a musician. What is that? I I don't know what they do. I don't. I talk to guys who play sports and play video games, but I've never talked to people who that's like just their, you know, like their life. So. So I don't know. And I think the problem I had, too, is if I was an artist, rather that was a musician or I drew, if I said I wanted to be with another artist or someone else who played an instrument, no one would have a problem. But because I talk about wanting to be with someone who's like me, an athlete, it's a problem. The double standards of the world, please stop. It's quite annoying. And the only people who are complaining are the dudes who get zero play with a jacked up hairline and the feminists who are out here not shaving her armpits. How about y'all go worry about that? Then worry about what I do. Okay. Anyways, because no one cares. And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm the kind of person, I don't care what you think. You can share your opinion and I don't even respond. People like swipe up on my story when I say certain stuff. I don't care. If I say that blue is the best color in the rainbow, I'm going to say blue best color. You're not going to convince me that red is better. Like, I don't care. It's my opinion. I can live with my opinion. People need to learn to live with people's opinions. But by the way, pink is the best color. Just wanted to make sure you got knew that. But um, clearly, hello, the beats are rose gold. But they tried to really like come for me. And I just was like, do you not get it? Like, that's all I'm trying to say. Like, this is the people I've been around. That's the only people I've talked about. So I don't understand the issue. But I want to address that right now, right here on this first episode, so that we can just clear it out the way, because I just don't feel like hearing it again. Now back to my main point of my focus of athletes is strictly because when I talk about guys in general, whether I'm talking about my experiences or not, whether I say the word athlete or not, that's literally who I'm talking about. He was an athlete. If I'm talking about a guy who, I don't know, stood me up, he was an athlete. If I'm talking about a guy who lied and said he was at practice, he's an athlete. Like like It doesn't matter any situation I've been in in life. Every single one that has to do with a male, he was an athlete. So I just stuck the word in front of it an athlete, because I felt it really helped um, connect and became relatable and kind of searchable content for girls to find so that they understand, oh, my God, this girl is talking about what I've been through. It's not just any old guy. You know what I mean? And the thing that people have to realize, too, is there are certain things like when you're talking about groupies, you're talking about practice weights, you're talking about um film, you're talking about them having early mornings, late nights, not really having dates, them having games on Valentine's Day and not being in town. All of those things right there are only related to dudes who play athletes. Regular dudes don't deal with those things. Therefore, in order for a girl to feel supported, you have to have an area for her that's strictly about athletes. And that's kind of like the point I'm getting at. They are different and your experience with them is going to be different. And Susie, Beth over here and Samantha they're best friends, but if one's dating just a guy that goes to school and the other one's dating an athlete, they're not gonna relate on the same things. Why? Because they're dealing with two completely different situations, and two diff- diff- completely different type of guys. Although, yes, at the base they're still males. That's still a thing. But if Samantha is upset because Johnny Boy is over here always at practice. <laughs> Sarah Beth ain't gonna get that. You see what I'm saying? So like, you have to understand that it is a difference. And it is a space that I think people do need. It's not a thing of like, oh, my God, like, athletes are the best thing ever. Like, that's not what I'm saying. But it is certain situations that are only relatable to them. And that's just kind of the point I've been getting at. And so I just really want to kind of like provide a space, you know, just provide a space for everyone to feel like, you know, dealing with athletes for dummies. Like that's basically kind of just what it is. And if you honestly watched any of my TikToks and you know, I'm not praising them by any means. Like it's no praising. It's no promoting about getting with one. It's no tips about how to get a goal, be a goal. To, like it's none of that says get your own back first off. And we'll talk about that in a second, but it's nothing like that. I mean, if anything, it's mostly like negative almost, you know, like it's not good. And the reason I like to do this, the reason I like to Make sure I have a space for this. I'm going to tell you why. i take a perfect example. Yeah, I'm going to take a perfect example. So, you know, when you're in high school and they're giving you the safe sex talk, they're like, wait till marriage, don't have sex. This can happen. That can happen. But what do they do? They provide condoms anyways. And why do they do that? Because they know They can tell you, look you to their blue in the face, not to have sex before you're married. And they know you're going to do it anyways. So what do they do? They provide protection. They provide resources. Hell, some of y'all parents do that. My mom ain't, my parents ain't that cool. My parents don't even talk to us about the talk. So we're not going to go there. My mom, she real cool with my dad. I don't know about that. But they provide those ways anyways. And I feel like it's the same way when it comes to this topic. (laughs) I can tell these girls all day, don't do it. They're toxic. You're going to end up in therapy. You have all these issues. But it doesn't matter. They're still going to be attracted. They're still going to want to date them. And heck, athletes are still people. Like somebody got to date them. So somebody gonna to need to tell them what to do. And so I like to do it. And I like to think of it in this way. I think of step one, the benefits here of what I like to talk about is number one, maybe I can scare them with my horror stories and they'll never want to date one at all. And I'll be like, oh, you know, like, oh, what's that movie? Wrong, boo, they're going to kill you. <laughs> I'm sorry. But not like for real, that's like I could hopefully they'll get scared and they'll be like, I'm not going to do this again. Then there's two. Maybe I can help them not make the mistakes I made, you know, by guiding them, giving them guidance in the things that they do. And I say heavy on the guidance because one wrong move, you can be labeled for nearly forever. And then when you get labeled, you can deal with being bullied. You can deal with people lying on you, people telling. I'll tell you all about it. I've been through all of it when it comes to the guys, especially when it comes to dealing with athletes. They're little insecure people and they just want to one up each other and you don't want to deal with that whole label thing. And by the label, I mean, you can do something simple as harmless as following all the guys from the team on Instagram, liking all their pictures. You can sit there and then you can go ahead and comment under their pics, like being nice, being friendly. And little do you know, they are talking about you in the locker room. You were labeled as a groupie or labeled as, you know, a hoe, things like that. When you never did anything, you never slept with anyone, you never even breathed the same air as these people, but simply because you did those things that seem so harmless, that put you then in a position of vulnerability and put you in a place to be labeled. The goal is to never put yourself in a place to be labeled. Never put yourself in a place to allow a man to label you. They're going to do it regardless but we can't give them ammo. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, regardless, you can know all those things aren't true. I've heard so many rumors about me and I know they're not true, but they still mess with your head and they still mess with you mentally because you're become so obsessed and trying to prove that what they said is a lie. And so that's just kind of, that's just kind of what it is. You know, it's a slippery slope with messing with them. And so I really hope that I can help at least guide people in the right direction and to just avoid that. Whether they end up dating one or not, it doesn't matter. <laughs> You could just look at one and you can get labeled. So I just really want to make sure that that's known. It's more for guidance. And then number three, um, rather they have a positive journey or negative journey, it's just kind of a safe place for them to feel like someone's like them. It's a support group. Someone understands me. Someone gets it. I'm not the only one that's feeling this way. Not the only one that's ever been through this. And I feel like that's just what everyone needs. And that's what's important. So yes, but if you're going to mess with an athlete, I highly recommend you get you a therapist on retainer, honey, because you're going to need one. <laughs> you're going to need one. But <laughs> so to my focus, um, I've seen plenty of podcasts and YouTube channels that are directed strictly at dating and all of that kind of stuff, which I'm nowhere near no dating expert. <laughs> like I don't need that, but I haven't really seen any and I could be wrong that is super focused on athletes. So for those girls who are dealing with them, um, I haven't seen it. And so I thought it'd be good. I feel like I want to get a bunch of people to come on here that could be like everyone's big sister and big brother and kind of tell you, like, you know, guide you in this whole, this whole area. And I feel like this is just a focus. And so it doesn't mean that every single episode, every topic has to be strictly on just athletes or it has to be only about them. That's not what I'm saying. But I feel like it does separate what I want to do in my life and my story and my journey from a lot of other people just strictly because that's all I've ever been with. But also it just is a difference between you can know which space to go to and what space is like for you. And you always feel like you have somewhere which is here. And I was so tired of seeing all this fake and false information about how to get athletes' attention, all this kind of crap on TikTok. And it was just driving me insane. I was like, okay, somebody set the record straight. So let me go over here and let me do this for them. So now I want to ask you this. I'm going to ask you this. Before you were allowed to join my locker room, and you to have to everyone has to complete an assessment. A nice little, a nice little assessment, you know, something something real light. I want you to ask yourself, why athletes? Why is it that you want to date an athlete? Why is it that you want to be with an athlete? What is your reason? Is it for fame? Is it for like the money, security? Is it for going to games? You know, the cars, the houses, like what is your reason? Really think about that. And I want you to really pay attention to it because at the end of the day, your reason is gonna be. Why you kind of put yourself through certain things. I have my personal reasons, and we'll discuss that in the first episode when I talk about my preferences and all that. I'll tell you about why I prefer athletes, but you kind of need to know that for yourself to guide yourself in life in general. Because I'm going to tell you right now if it is any of the things I just said above, it's a no. First off, if you want to be with someone for stability and money, baby, baby, he's not it. Let me tell you right now, he's not it. The reason I say for the stability part in the first place, they get traded. You could be moving every Girl, you've been in the military basically You could be moving every three years You never know, you know what I'm saying And also when it comes to the money I Like are you comfortable Are you able to feel secure with someone Who you guys's livelihood depends on How he performs week in and week out Your livelihood depends on if he gets hurt Your livelihood then depends on If he gets a new rookie, comes in Someone takes his spot You have to think about all of those things When it comes to the security And I feel like sometimes it can, maybe it could take away Some of the romance if you're like focused on like his job as like how you eat more so than like being with that person. So I would think about that and all y'all feminists out there that don't want to do everything. Maybe if you're dating an athlete, you're going to have to have a nanny or you're going to be doing everything by yourself because he's gone. He's he, he it's very, he can be there, you know, to help bathe your kids at night, but he's going to be tired. He's going to be gone training camp. I mean, they're gone, especially based off the, the sport girl. Good luck, Charlie. <laughs> You're about to be practically a single mother, but you're going to be getting paid. You're going to be living nice, but you'll be a single mother. And so I just think like for me personally, that's just not it for me. I would still have to have my own job, my own career, my own stability. I just I wouldn't be able to do it because it would just like add stress in my anxiety. We just can't take it. So really pay attention to your reasoning. Really think of your reasoning and think about like what's really going on. And if it's not just those things isn't enough for you, I'm going to tell you why I like to call them the most toxic man of them all. He could be a really nice guy and there are some nice athletes out there. I'm not saying that they could be the nice, sweetest guy. He's very educated, loves going to school, reads books, you know, likes to watch the notebook. He could do all that listening to, you know, Ed Sheeran and whatever girl, let him, let him do it. Listen to his country music. Okay. But simply because of everyone and everything that comes around him is what makes him toxic. You have his teammates promoting, telling him to like, oh, forget about her, trying to push him to do other things, trying to get him to go to parties, mess with all these girls, live the life of an athlete. You have to deal with that. You then also have to deal with their families. You got some that think you're only gonna be with their kid for money, then you gotta deal with like, you know, little family drama, or his family could just be super toxic and like a whole lot of drama. Okay. And you just don't want to get in the middle of that. And not just that, you gotta deal with the girls. Oh my god, the girls. I've gotten into so much drama. I've had so many girls lie on me. I've had so many girls trolling me. I've had girls create fake accounts to stalk me. I've had girls do a lot of crazy stuff, okay? Simply just to like push me out of someone else's life. And you have to deal with that. (laughs) They're crazy. I'm telling you, they're they're, 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 they're legit crazy. I call them my fans at this point, but really like it's so toxic. It's just been so much mess. And it's just hard, especially when you have to deal with people lying on you and stuff. It's just, girl, listen... (laughs) It's just a not. It's just not for you. It shouldn't be. And the thing too is, even if he's perfectly cool, girls will just make up lies. Oh, by the way, like I was talking to him while you were, and like she really wasn't. But now she's gotten in your head. Now she's causing problems. Like, you just have to deal with it. Some people, girl, will message you like dumb stuff. Like it's just a lot that you do have to deal with. And that's why I say they're the most toxic man of them all because it's not just about them. It's everything else that comes around them. Their routine, their schedules, when they're home, when they're not. Like. It's a lot. And I just think that you really should really pay attention to your reasoning and pay attention to all those factors. They have so many more factors that come with them than just a normal guy. And so I really would suggest that you really sit down, you really think about it and really think it's this person for me. But I will say if you have commitment issues, honey, this is the man for you. I'm gonna tell you why. I don't know why. Nine times out like of ten, he's not gonna commit to you anyways. <laughs> so there you go. And two, like he's never around. He's always out of town. They're gone every couple of days, especially on the sport. Girl, you don't have no commitment. You got to be tied down to nobody. You see them every once in a blue moon and you're good. So if you are dealing through that, you know, commitment issue phase, athletes, girl, that's your man, go right ahead. But, But I really want you guys to for real think about those things and be ready to kind of dive in. So the first five episodes are already outlined. If you go to the Instagram, Casey Locker Room Talk on there, I'll have literally the first five episodes that are outlined they build up off each other just kind of to build the foundation the base of the show so that way you guys are able to get more of an idea of like who i am how i think all of those things so when we talk about specific topics or just different questions and stuff y'all send in y'all can see my background you can see where i'm coming from why i think what i think so that's what we're doing in the first um, five episodes that's why they're like outlined strictly in order to build off each other but for the next episode we are going to cover how to create the perfect scouting report. If you don't know what scouting report is, I'll tell you about it. It's basically just kind of like your standards. Well, I'm not gonna tell you, just watch the job. How to create a scouting report. Not only that, but how to build one. So how to do your investigation, your research, honey, you how to be an FBI agent. Because I've seen some of y'all girls that be trolling me. Y'all are straight mall cops, honey. Top flight security is what y'all are. Y'all not good. I, I, I identify you. You need to know how to have the perfect burner account. You need to know how to investigate, honey, how to dig, how to connect the dots. And that's what we're going to talk about on the first episode. Super excited. I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you guys are part of, I don't know what I'm going to call y'all yet. We'll have to decide something. But thank you so much for being here. I will see you guys. Or I guess I won't see y'all. <laughs> I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much. Can't wait to see you again. What am I saying, y'all? I don't know how to close this out. I'm going to see y'all on the next episode. Okay, bye.